Hello from Ellensburg, Washington, USA. This is the Nick Zentner Geology Podcast, episode 80. What? That crazy Eocene A to Z live stream series, kind of wordy, all right. Thanks for listening. Oh man, I'm on fire. It's mid-December, it's dark as hell outside, cold, fog, whatever, gloomy. My wife's in Portland for the long weekend. So you know the old saying, when your wife's spending a weekend in Portland, record an audio episode of your podcast. We all know that. Well, I mean, it's not early morning. It's late afternoon. I just took a walk before sunset at 4 frickin' 25. And I thought, you know what? I think I'm ready for tomorrow. With my crazy Eocene A to Z series, I think I'm going to have the guest spend more than the usual amount of time, so I'm kind of off the hook. Why don't I just do a quick audio podcast? Bijou's outside. Liz is gone. Let's do it. It's been a while. So if you've been a regular fan of these radio episodes, I apologize, but I think I did warn you a month ago. That sounded dumb, but anyway, I, I... I, I kind of gave you some notice last time, whatever that was, whenever that was. I'm looking right now. November 8th. Yeah, so it's been more than a month, right? And I said, hey, I'm about to start this new live stream series, and I'm sure that most of my time, maybe all of my time, geology-related, will be uh, prepping for these, uh, these live streams. And that is the case, in addition to teaching, of course. But we just wrapped up final exam week here for the fall quarter here at Central Washington University. So I'm kind of in a transition time anyway. And I'm, I'm happy, I'm grateful that I have this current live stream series that's on YouTube. And, you know, I can do the usual comments here. Like some of you only listen, you don't watch. I get it. But... I am going to be talking about this this series of videos, these live streams, part of this alphabet series, and uh, I don't think I'm ready to talk about a bunch of the content. I think I'm going to I'm just, yeah, I think I just decided right now, I am taking a break for the holidays for two weeks where I'm not doing anything for work, geology. I'm I'm not doing the live streams. I'm not doing teaching, obviously. So. I know enough about myself where I want to do something productive, and so I'll, I suppose I'll do a few of these audio radio episodes over the break. And like I did when I was kind of recapping the exotic alphabet series last fall, uh, I think I'll dive into the content there, and as, as is the custom here, just kind of do things off the top of my head. So if you're a fan only of listening to me when I have some actual rich geology content and some new ideas, uh, this, this one's probably not for you. This is more of a uh, what I've been up to lately and what I have learned about the technology and what I have not <laughs> what I have not learned about the technology. And I'm laughing because I'm 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 right off the heels of Wednesday's show, which was oh my god, in real time it felt like an absolute train wreck. Watching it in replay. I think it turned out okay, actually. It was more humorous than anything else. But man, during the... So I, I want to tell you that story. But I also just want to... I, I guess I'm in the preamble of what I'm doing. I'm not even sure what I'm doing. But um, I'm excited with the new format that I have. And you're like, again? I've heard that from you before. You keep saying I'm excited with the new format. Well, I guess that's part of the fun here. 
part of the fun for me as a 59-year-old person is not only learning new geology, but learning new formats, learning new ways to reach an audience. And if I lose some along the way, you know, folks who like, I'm, I miss Bijou the cat, and I miss you being in the backyard, and I miss the food props. You need to go back to that. I'm, I'm like, yeah, well, thank you. Well, thanks for watching, and thanks for the input. But I'm not, I'm not interested in going backwards. Part of the charge, truly, is learning these new things. So I'll, I will be describing in this episode, if you've got your finger hovering over the stop button right now, I'm going to describe how my new setup, live streaming this winter, has been a pretty strong success. I, I think I can say that. And I'll, I'll try to give you a feeling for why I think it's a success and why I, I want to continue in this area. And I continue to tweak. Nat the Wonder Boy, who's, who's the hero in this episode, um, who I barely knew until uh, three weeks ago, and now I'm, I'm deeply in love, uh, he continues to help me try new things with this setup. He's a technology kind of, what does he call himself? Multimodal learning technician specialist or whatever. He's a local guy. He's in a band with, uh, he's in his 30s. He's in a band with a guy that I lift weights with. Sounds like we're buddies, but I actually have a trainer because I'm worried about my muscles going away. Not that I had a lot of them anyway. All right, get off of that, boy. So anyway, I knew about this guy, Nat, through my trainer, Matt. <laughs> but, oh my God, this guy has just blown the wall's down, and he's he's kind of a quiet guy and kind of a, um, I don't know, initially it was hard to read, but I believe it now. He's having a hell of a, he's having fun too. He's he's, he's trying stuff, testing it, bringing it over, you know, like in, in the, back in his lab, trying new stuff. So I'm going to be describing that as well as my latest hiccup and as well as what I have planned for this weekend. I'm excited. Hope you can hear that. And maybe, if you're not a regular viewer of the YouTube channel, maybe this episode itself will, I don't know, do you like to watch uh, traffic accidents or train wrecks? Uh, I got an episode for you <laughs> uh, that happened Wednesday night. Yeah, you can find it. It's called Docking Celestia. It's part of the crazy Eocene A to Z live stream series on Nick Zentner's YouTube channel. I think it's session G. The guest was Aaron Donaghy. Oh, why not? Uh, yeah, why not? I'll just give you the highlights of that, what the train wreck was. Yeah, and to tell that story, I have to give you the feeling for the whole set. Okay, so um, the last episode I did, he looks at his phone again. Yeah, November 8th, I talked about pop-up geology, and that was also one of these where I'm just sharing a new set of, a new format, basically. And I was reporting probably gleefully then as well that I had this new setup where I announce in the field, I announce that I'm going to be in the field 48 hours from now. And uh, those that are able come out and join me at this uh, location. Here's the GPS coordinates. And we do something called pop-up geology where we all assemble and people have their folding chairs. And I give a live lecture and I record it and I have, uh, live viewers as well, uh, and just using wireless, just using my phone propped on a tripod. 
And that's the last time I checked in with you. I like that enough that I'm going to use that again this coming spring and this coming summer. But this is my current project, a winter project. A, you know, it's the weather's not good. The light is not good. I can't go out and do what I love to do in the field. So let's do something from the classroom. All right. So really, the format that I'm reporting on today for the Crazy Eocene live stream A to Z series, I promise I won't repeat that again. I've already said it four times. It's on the YouTube channel. Fine. There's people viewing in real time from around the world. Fine. One measure of success, even though this is a new format, is that there's a pretty steady group of about a thousand people that watch live from around the world mostly North Americans, of course, but there's plenty from Europe and, and uh, down under and South America, a few from Africa. Okay, so that's always fun. So I'm not backing away from that. That's, that's just kind of built on what I've been doing uh, for the last couple of years. And you recall that I was reporting on stuff I was doing from the lecture hall where I work. Discovery Hall, room 103. It's an auditorium that seats about 120. And going back to about a year ago, January 2021, I started live streaming Geology 101 sessions. And those are all still there. You can watch them in replay. Uh, and I started in an empty auditorium because all the students were forced to lock down in their dorms for the first two weeks in January. And then we had them in the in the room. So that was a format from the classroom. The lighting was not ideal, but I was using, I can't even remember. I suppose I was using some chalkboards a little bit, but I was using a document camera and I was holding a bunch of stuff up to the camera and that seemed to work. And then in spring of 2021, I taught Geology 351. And now I'm sharing scientific papers with the viewers. So they're doing their homework ahead of time or after the fact and and again, live streaming from that auditorium. But now I'm mostly teaching students. So the, the live viewers of Geology 351, they, I wasn't looking directly into the camera. I was looking at my students, of course, 25 students spread out in the room. And I had my lapel mic. And so I'm chit-chatting with the students before and after class. And many of the live viewers enjoyed kind of eavesdropping on that. And then, of course, we always have live question and answer with, with the home viewers. So what I'm kind of building toward with this episode is to report that I've taken really the best, I think, of the backyard stuff from a year and a half ago and combined it with the classroom setting. And I've added one significant twist that I think that's the biggest departure and the biggest measure of success. So if can you guess? I don't know if you haven't seen these yet. I'm using a new live stream platform called Melon. Purchased a, a yearly subscription. It's kind of like OBS combined with Zoom combined with something else. I forget the name of it, but it's 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 you know it's basically live streaming for dummies, and I'm a dummy. So I use my MacBook Pro, which I'm using right now, using GarageBand to record this audio episode. So I, I bring the, my laptop in every time. 
I have a webcam that I've called Big Smooth, and I had a bunch of testing videos live with people, and then I would delete those videos. But you know, basically, before I started this, I started this crazy Eocene live stream series uh, mid-November. So early November, you know, the field season's done, it's getting cold, I'm playing around with, should I use the lab room? I tried live streaming from the lab room, I tried live streaming from outside of the building. But I'm, I'm now committed to being hardwired. I've gotten spoiled using the speed of the internet with an ethernet cable going right into the laptop. So the days of, of live streaming using wireless and my phone are done. I'm, that, I'm never going back. And the, the, the connection speed, I can't give you a number if you're into that, but it's, it's, it's very fast. Even if there's other things going on in the building, there's, there's really no problem with you know, stuttering or blorping or buffering or whatever. If there are problems with the connection, it's people on their end. I don't even give that another thought. I have total confidence in the, in the Internet speed. But I haven't gotten to the reveal. The reveal is using this Melon app, I'm bringing in a geologist every show and you're like what do you mean I mean I'll give you a couple examples I the first one was uh, talking about oceanic plateaus and talking about Rangelia oceanic plateau and Celestia oceanic plateau and you know I do my usual thing mostly with chalkboards I don't want to get away from the chalkboards that's kind of my thing then there's a nice connection and it's a again it's kind of that backyard thing I'm back to looking directly into the camera there's nobody in the room I'm still in that classroom but there's nobody there I got signs on the doors the lock the doors are locked I got signs on the doors saying please don't disturb live streaming in progress or whatever you know and I had to, you know, work with the classroom schedule, make sure that the room was available. And I have fallen into this routine of live streaming. Since mid-November, the routine has been, I'm on Pacific time, right? West coast of North America. So uh, it's every Wednesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific. So it, it's late Friday afternoon right now. I'll be at it tomorrow morning, Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific. Saturday, December 11th, if you happen to catch this and want to join us. But because I'm taking a break for the holidays, I'm going to add a couple of Sunday shows. So this weekend, again, Liz is out of town, so what else is there to do? Both Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, December 11th, Sunday, December 12th, I'll be doing 9 a.m. live streams from this auditorium that I'm talking about. But back to my point about the guests. So the first couple episodes, A and B, in the Crazy Eozine series, I, I was too chicken to try it. So it was just me. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll try a guest. And I need to get a good guest the first time, somebody who can just kind of roll with probably a rough first try, you know. And I picked my buddy Jerome Lessman up in Vancouver Island University in Nanaimo, British Columbia. And he lives on Vancouver Island. And that's where Rangelia, Oceanic Plateau, is best exposed. And I was really flying blind with that, but Jerome and I got together using this melon thing the day before to test out the technology. And he's like, the internet speed's not good in his lab, so then he's like using his phone, and it's a different system than Verizon, and microphone, and what should I do here and there? And, you know, I, I'm always real careful not to rehearse, because that really 
kills the spontaneity of it. And Jerome, you might remember, is the guy up in British Columbia who I joined on a field trip in early October when the weather was glorious and we were talking about glacial stuff. Remember that? Talking about Okanagan Ice Age floods and all that. That's the same Jerome, but he's now, you know, connecting with me at his school. So we said, oh, you know, what the heck, let's try it. So that session B called Oceanic Plateaus, no, is it? It's session C, sorry, session C, Oceanic Plateaus. I, I do my thing for whatever it was, 45 minutes on the chalkboard, and I say, let's bring in a guest. Let's try to bring in a guest. This is a big moment. So I, you know, hit my little button on, on Mellon. There's something called a green room, you know, like in show business when you go to a talk show and you're sitting in the green room, and then they finally bring you on to the stage with Johnny Carson or whatever. Or David Letterman, my personal hero. Um, so there's a little green room in this Mellon thing. And I'm a one-trick pony. The only way I know how to do it is that I start the live stream about 10 minutes to the top of the hour. So tomorrow morning, it'll be about 8.50 that I'll start the live stream. I'll say hi to a couple people. Then I'll say, give me a second, would you? And then I go to my laptop and I email a link to the guest in real time. And then the guest receives the email, clicks on the link, has to use the Chrome browser. Chrome works best with Melon. And then he connects or she connects. And so they're, they're a little tiny head on the left margin of my screen in Melon. So I can see that we've connected. They can hear me. And so, so far, I've done this half a dozen times now with different guests each time. Jerome was the first. They sit there and watch the show with everybody else for a half an hour. <laughs> if I'm long-winded, 45 minutes. And then I, I like the part where it's kind of a surprise. So we do have this gimmick. I don't know how many people participate, but I say, have you guessed the guest? Ha, ha, ha. Have you guessed who the guest might be today based on what we've been talking about? And yes, I'm loading, like in 351, I'm, I'm selecting certain scientific papers that are pretty current. And I have them loaded uh, on my website. So if you want to take a look at those papers, you can go to nickzentner.com. Maybe you've been there before. Enter the promo code Patrick. Just kidding. Now in the upper right-hand corner of nickzentner.com, the homepage, there's the word eocene. So you click on eocene, and then you get to these carefully selected papers. And I say carefully selected because I've been, I have this kind of inner circle, these group of geologists who've been watching, and then they email me papers, and they email me thoughts, and they say, well, I think you should do this, or back away from that. I think you were wrong about that. Try this paper. <coughs> And you're like, oh, seriously? People are not only watching you, but they're like doing their homework ahead of time? Yeah, people are into it, man. And it's not just old folks. It's people of all ages, all backgrounds, many who've never been in a university before. And they feel like this is some, some sort of special treat. But then come on, to actually like read somebody's paper ahead of time or whatever... And then I say, let's bring them in. And I hit my little melon button, and suddenly it's a split screen. And I'm talking with Jerome. And in Jerome's case, he was using his phone, so he said, yeah, let me flip you around. So now we're using the phone out of the back of his camera, and he's, like, showing us some of the rocks that are laid out in his lab. 
a whole suite of rocks from the uh, Rangelia suite. I said the word sweet twice. Now I said, oh, I just said sweet. Th- now I said sweet a four times. Ah, this is a sweet fest. Spelled two different ways. Sweet. So Jerome was the first. And now it gets easier. Now I say I email a geologist who I hopefully know. I've been selecting mostly geologists who know who I am and kind of know what I'm up to. I've only had one who didn't really catch the vibe of, of what was happening. Most everybody is familiar enough with me. So I can email them the link of the Jerome show, or the next show was Basil Tikoff, who knocked it out of the park from University of Wisconsin. Same idea. Tested it the day before with Basil, then we, when then we do it live and bring them in, and, and they stick around, the guest sticks around to answer questions. You know, Basil asked a question from Patrick, age eight, you know. So it's, it's, it's been a kick, and it's been going well. Now, the train wreck that happened most recently, I'm over, but I was pissed. And long-time viewers could see it. I was, trying my, I was really trying my best, my hardest, to be cool and under control. But the reason, I think the only reason, I'm still convinced of this, the only reason I had this, <laughs> it's quite a show. Quite a show. In replay, it, it looks okay. But in real time, let me try to describe it. And then we'll quit today. So I had a bunch of guests, show after show. They're all kind of older white guys, you know. And I'm... It's not just lip service. I, I, I really am excited by the fact that geology is changing. And there's a lot of... Um, different kinds of people. I mean, they're all smart, but they're different kinds of people who are contributing. And I wanted to get, well, I'll say it bluntly, I wanted to get some women on. I wanted to get some women on the, on, the, on the show because I know that there are many viewers who are women, some maybe younger women, and are looking for role models or just without saying it, you know, like, oh, this, I guess this is possible. Erin Donaghy, a gal from Purdue University who I've talked about before, um, wow, she's doing some really interesting stuff. So I'm trying to get more diversity, not just as kind of a little political statement or anything or trying to be hip, you know. It is kind of hip now to be talking about all this stuff, but it's the reality. There are some smart people. They don't have to be a bunch of old guys over 60. I'm pretty much there, you know. So I don't want that. So anyway, I was specially motivated to connect with Aaron. And I filmed her a few other times, so I felt like that was good. She kind of knows who I am, and we've already got some reps with this filming thing. And I, I finally got a chance to visit with her for like, must have been 45 minutes the day before. So that was Tuesday, and that was really a rare chance to, to just visit with her. And um, it was really fun. I saw a different side of her, and that was all great. So then we start this we're about to start this Wednesday show, and I'm about to turn on the live stream, 10 minutes to 6 p.m. I'm talking about Wednesday night, December 8th. And like a moron, and everything was all set up properly, it was all working, like a moron, of course, I go, you know what? This second monitor that I have, let me describe the setup to you. Again, if you're waiting for the geology, it's not coming. I'm sorry. You're going to have to wait till the holidays, last last two weeks of December, where I 
report on all this exciting geology I've been learning. This is not it. You know that already. Okay, you're still with us, though. So you're maybe interested in the technology part of it. So to describe what Nat has set up for me is, I have a laptop. I have a Logitech webcam, which I'm not that impressed with. That's part of the story coming later on. I have a second monitor. It's just an old PC monitor that's barely hanging in there, but it, it's connected to a dongle that I have hanging out of the side of this MacBook Pro because, of course, there's only two ports on the frickin' thing. And then that has set up an iPad for me. I don't really use iPads, but I had one that Liz was borrowing because I, I bought it and I didn't know how I would use it, so I just gave it to Liz. Now I just gave it back, got it back from Liz. <laughs> she just ordered her own. <laughs> She said, I didn't want to use the your laptop anyway. That's fine. So now I've got these hotkeys where I can switch back and forth between the iPad, which I can do Google Earth. I can go to the website. I can open the paper. In other words, I'm I'm Nat has gotten me off holding up a bunch of pieces of paper to the to the camera, which I call Big Smooth. So also, I think gone are the days of this habit where you know I'm not really even in focus and people can't see what I'm holding up, but it's all paper-based. I've gotten off of the paper thing. All right, so you, you got the, the, the setup. The chalkboards are behind me. It's all kind of self-contained. I've, I've got a lapel mic. I connect with Bluetooth. You know, it's, it's, it's not easy. There's a lot of little steps to get, to get set up each time. But um, I'm pretty comfortable, except for Wednesday, when I got my second monitor all set there. It's perched on a plastic, what do you call those, like a action packer or something, like a little, little tub you have maybe in the back of your SUV when you've got winter clothes or something. I've got that second monitor sitting on top of that, right next to the camera. And like an idiot... 15 minutes before we start, I go, I think I want that monitor higher. I want it to be almost at eye level with the camera. So let me go find a box. So I find a box. And then with my left hand, I grab the monitor and lift it so that I can get the box underneath it. So that when I reset the monitor that I'm holding with my left hand, I'm kind of balancing it. It's a big, awkward monitor. I didn't drop it, but I was holding it from underneath. And, you know, so right hand, put the box in. Left hand, drop the monitor back gently on top of the box. So now I like it. It's, it's, it's higher, and it's right in the good position. But the monitor is suddenly black. And now there's 10 minutes before I'm supposed to start. And it's black. I unplug it. I plug it back in. It's black. I find some buttons in the lower right underneath this old frickin' monitor. Nothing. So now I panic just a little bit. Like, how am I going to do this? I need this second monitor. Why? Well, when I'm using Melon, I have one window on my second monitor that shows Melon and shows the little green room I was describing to you. And you're like, well, what's on your main laptop then when you're, when you're uh, live streaming? And the answer is OBS. So I still use OBS. This is all thanks to Nat. So Again, if you don't have any idea what I'm talking about, good for you. I didn't either until uh, I got into this world. 
recently. But this OBS is a different live streaming platform, and that has it set up where OBS is like tricking Melon into thinking that the camera that it's using is coming through OBS. Don't ask me. I don't know what I'm talking about. But on my main laptop, I have OBS, where I can see the hotkeys. I can see how to switch back and forth. That's all great. So then on this second monitor, I have what I need, which is the Melon window with the live guest that I can see. I also have another window that I've popped out like a boss, the live chat, so I can see the real comments coming through. And then I have a third a window open, which is just a general Chrome browser, like a second Chrome browser, so that I can actually see the broadcast in case there's a problem there. Okay. So now the clock is, now we got five minutes before I'm supposed to start, and I can't get this monitor to turn on. Like I assumed it just was dead. I unplug it, I plug it back in. I, I think maybe the power's crappy, so I moved the whole thing over to another outlet. Still it's black. I quick try to text Nat. He's not there. I run upstairs quick to Craig Scrivener, the computer guy. Now it's like three minutes before I'm supposed to start. Craig's not in his office. It's like, okay, well, take a deep breath. Let's go. You only got your main uh, laptop screen, and you're going to have to put all your stuff nested on top of your your laptop screen. So I start the live stream. Immediately I have echoing. I still don't totally understand why, but I guess the answer is the monitor wasn't dead. It was just dark. And with my trial and error to try to get things going, I had two or three additional Chrome browsers open with the micro with the sound up maximum. And I couldn't find them. I guess they were in the dead monitor. Before you get too curious about the end of the story, the monitor was not dead. When I lifted the monitor with my left hand, I turned it off. The power button is like hidden uh, right underneath uh, the base of the screen. And it's totally hidden. And it wasn't until two hours later, after the live stream circus, that Craig, I finally got down to the room. He says, well, here you go. And he said it very nicely. He said, you turned it off by accident. <laughs> so what was the train wreck? And again, if you now want to see this, this thing in real time, which again is the uh, docking Celestia live stream, um, immediately I start saying hello to people. And I go, oh, my God, I got an echo. Oh, boy. So I'm already dealing with browsers, and I can't find the browsers. And I don't know how to turn them off because I can't find the browsers. And then I'm emailing Aaron the, the link. And I can't find that because I only have that one screen. So I'm kind of flying blind. I've got all these browsers open and I can't see them. I can't even find them. I don't know how to swipe left and right and all this other stuff. So um, to finish the story, mercifully, I was doing mostly chalkboard stuff for the first half an hour, 45 minutes. And that was that all went quite well, I think. And I got really rolling with the chalkboards, and I laid out the details of the Olympic Peninsula geology and the Blue Mountain unit, and you know, I was basically setting up our visit with Aaron. And I have 
I'm still a little fuzzy on this, but I, I've, I'm pretty sure that I need headphones each time I'm talking to a live guest to reduce or to remove this echo problem. And that was over again today, two days after the train wreck. And, he, you know, he spent a lot of time with me. And he's, he basically said, you know, just, I, I don't know if the headphones are for sure necessary, but let's just do it, you know. It just removes a couple of options. You know, you're just trying to remove variables, basically, about things that can go wrong. So, um, so once I connect with Erin and I get her on screen, can you guess what's going to happen? With three open browsers that I can't find, all with their volume turned up loud? I got my headphones plugged in. So my first worry was that nobody could hear Erin or they couldn't hear me. No problem there. They could hear me. They could hear Aaron. In other words, the viewers, when you watch in replay, looks and sounds perfect. Okay. Then I was worried about the echo thing. Again, the viewers in replay. The viewers even in real time. No echo from Aaron. No echo from me. But here we go. I got my headphones in. I got three open browsers, all on different delays, all with their volume cranked. And when I have my headphones on, I have three versions of Aaron. Like, hello, Nick. Hello, Nick. Hello, Nick. Plus, anytime I talk, hello, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. Hello, hello Nick. Hello, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. Aaron. Hello, Nick. I can't, I can't hear you. 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 I can't constant for 15 minutes <laughs> so that I take my headphones off because I just can't handle it and then I can't hear I put my headphones on I can't hear because there's this you know cacophony of sounds in my headphones and I couldn't solve it because I I didn't have my second monitor to find those browsers so anyway um I was if if you watch it it's 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 high entertainment value for a few reasons. First of all, she did an amazing job handling this. I felt so bad. I apologized to her a couple of times in real time. Of course I'm swearing because I'm rattled. And then I'm like with with most of these live guests, my I want to just stare at the screen. That's where I can see them into my second monitor. Well, I don't have the second monitor. Well, now I'm, I wanted to, I want to just watch them talk and listen to them carefully. Well, I can't hear them because of the problem I just talked about. Too many voices overlapping. And then my move, which is a decided thing, is to look directly into the webcam because the guest, I want to make the guest feel as comfortable as possible and they're talking, they're looking right at me like you would when you talk to anybody. So I normally, I can't really see them, but I can, normally, I can hear them, and I'm just staring into this webcam, you know, and I'm, and I'm nodding at the appropriate times and kind of smiling and trying to look as pleasant as possible. Well, the, <laughs> the entertainment value is, I couldn't hear a fucking thing she was talking about, and I was just trying to, like, look, at, <laughs> look into the camera and nod and smile. <laughs> And then she would get done with her answer or whatever, and then there'd be this awkward pause of like five seconds as I'm waiting for these, you know, five seconds worth of rounds of her, which I can't understand you because they're overlapping. I finally get done with all these voices. 
And in one case, my next question, because I couldn't hear her, was pretty much what she just got done talking about. Anyway, she handled it great. And we had already decided that I wanted her back as a recurring guest because she's worked in the chumstick. And so, I mean, come on. I can't guarantee, but odds are strong after all these tweaks with Nat that, that things will be better when she's back. Okay, to finish the story, Nat was over today. We tried some stuff out with volume and everything else. And then I said, I still am not that happy with this webcam. Logitech blows, Nat. I said something more colorful than that, which you got a kick out of. And I said, I'm not using my iPhone, Nat. This iPhone does a pretty good job. It's not the latest and best. It's an iPhone 11, but it's what I've used for the last two years. Can't my iPhone be a, a webcam? And he initially said, no, no, we got prop. And then he said, wait a minute, we can, yeah, maybe it can. So it must have been three hours of Nat screwing around, going back to his office and trying some stuff, coming back. And he got me comfortable enough that I'm not going to, well, I don't know. I probably won't be able to hold it. But there's a, if you tune in tomorrow or you eventually see the Saturday morning show, which will be what? Uh, Crazy Eocene Session H called Celestia and Yellowstone. And you'll see a new camera being used. Big Smooth is out, at least for a while. The iPhone, if I can get it to work tomorrow morning, I think looks great. I'm excited about that. And our guest, you heard it here first, in case you hear this before tomorrow morning, is Ray Wells, who's a big deal in the geology world. So, you know, we tested things out with Ray, and he's got hearing aids, and he couldn't, his headphones, and blah, blah, blah. But we maybe worked it out. And then I'll have Basil back, Basil Tikoff back on Sunday morning. So you got the inside scoop for the next two guests. And we'll just continue with that. So, dear listener, I appreciate you hearing this ramble about technology and my latest format as opposed to new exciting geology. There has been plenty of new exciting geology that I've learned in real time with the audience. Again, I say there's about a 1,000 watching live, but there's another 15,000 that watch these in replay. So they're watching them in order. I think Basil's first show just topped 20,000 views. So that's my evidence that this is a success. Like if, if we we're getting too complicated with the geology or the format was noticeably different than before, I'm sure people would just leave in droves. And the audience is maybe changing a little bit. Maybe it's more geologists and more kind of uh, serious-minded people wanting to learn new stuff or, or, or connect with a person that they've always read their work and now they get a chance to interact and, li and ask them questions live. I don't know, but it's working. I'm pleased to report that. And now it's 5 o'clock on a Friday night, and I don't know why I'm doing this with you. i got to be working on tomorrow morning. So enough of that. I'm going to go find Bijou outside. I'm going to have some supper, go down and watch some high school basketball down the street at the Ellensburg High School, both the girls and the boys. Put a finishing touch on tomorrow morning, and maybe I'll see you live tomorrow morning, Saturday, December 11th, 9 a.m. Pacific. Thank you, dear listener. I love you, and goodbye.